0: Hello and welcome back to the Finlay Carmichael PT Podcast. In today's episode, I was joined by Evan Middleton, who is a personal trainer and online coach. And we discussed some topics that we thought would bring you some value and, and, and some things that are quite um, current for right now um, and we, we talked about whether we thought they were overrated and underrated and just um, delved into our thoughts and opinions on it and um, so yeah really hope you enjoy the podcast thanks very much to Evan for jumping on and, and joining me and um, if as always if you do want to leave a review and a rating then please do so if you want to share it on your social media and give us a tag then please do so but other than that, I hope you enjoy it and I will speak to you soon. Bon appétit, mon ami. Evan, hello and welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm fantastic, mate. How are you doing? I'm very well. Let's just pretend we haven't talked for a good 45 minutes before this.
1: This is the first time we spoke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the first time. Do you know, it's funny actually uh, talking about the first time we've spoken because that we were on a rugby trip to uh, France, weren't we?
1: Yep. nearly 15 years ago I think.
0: Yes, it is, it is because we were about 15 and that was in a sunny sunny Perpignan. Um, Back when I could run about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah back when we could travel as well. I know Jesus. Do you want to just go in and tell the listeners a little bit about you, who you are and what you do?
1: Yeah absolutely. So um, I Uh, Personal trainer, obviously, Um, online coach from, I'm based in East Kilbride, um, mostly, um, but I'm kind of transitioning into mostly online stuff. Uh, I just really, really big on helping people, to be very, very honest. I mean, as we all are in the fitness industry, um, but I think you can go about it ethically, (laughs) is probably how I would uh, would describe it. Um, Play rugby quite sporty. I've got a sport uh, and exercise science degree as well. So in terms of, um, kind of sport and performance and stuff, I'm pretty clued up. I like to think anyway. Um, <laughs> some people may disagree with me. But yeah, that's pretty much me. Um, if you ever follow me on
0: Instagram, it's basically just me uh, tormenting my mum. It's hilarious. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do like those stories. I do really yeah, they're like good. Them. They're good. I feel like I know your mum on a, on a one-to-one basis now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you know, everyone says that, everyone, we don't know, but everyone loves Linny, so everybody knows who Linny is, and uh, it's good crack, to be quite honest, it's good crack.
0: Yeah, so. and yeah, just um, to touch on like how we met, so we met um, years and well, yeah, we both went to France, played rugby together, and then yeah. didn't, like, we'd we not really spoken had we until, well, I don't know, a few months ago really, um, yeah. but we we have played rugby against each other since then, because you play for East Kilbride, don't you?
1: Yep, East Raid and you're open. Yep,
0: yeah, and you're yet to beat us, I think. Well,
1: <laughs> maybe. Who
0: knows? Nah, I don't think that's true. But <laughs> no. um, So yeah, today on the podcast, we just have five different topics and we were going to go through and say, just talk about them a little bit and we we're going to say whether we thought they were overrated or underrated. Um, so we'll just go through the topics, have a chat and uh, give our opinions on them. So, um, let's start with what is your opinion on booty band workouts? Let's go for that one.
1: Massively overrated.
0: <laughs> okay, overrated. <laughs> Thank God you Over- said that. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. Imagine I didn't. Imagine I didn't. <laughs> uh, I just think, uh, I think the way social media and stuff's going just now, it's just so easy to kind of market that like to a, a massive population. And don't get me wrong, I do think that there is a place for everything in the world. So, but to actually maybe kind of grow your glutes and take, get the kind of desired response that you really want, is it what you should be doing? I don't know. What do you think?
0: Well, yeah, very similar. And when, see see when the gyms were open and you, seen, you saw a girl walk in with like, one of the one of the big thick ones the thick the the um Brett Contreras like the the daddy of the glute bands (laughs) and then uh grab a kettlebell and do like maybe some like one and a half rep squats and then some kickbacks you kind of knew that they'd just seen it on Instagram and thought that was the way forward um when in reality there's like far more effective ways to do so and I don't think that they're necessarily bad but I think it's quite a good way to maybe finish a workout, like get a good, yeah, like pump on in your glutes, for example, like high rep stuff. But like most of the progress is going to be made through progressing the weights that you're lifting and the bigger lifts, 100%. so the squats, deadlifts, hip thrusts.
1: Sorry, I was going to say, I think there's, there's like a, a kind of hierarchy of things you need to follow in terms of um, kind of growing your glutes and booty band. Exercises slash workouts are probably slightly lower down on the pyramid, if you like. Um, but definitely do have a place um maybe warm-up and a little bit at the end, I would say. But you should yeah. be definitely focusing on your kind of the big stuff first, to be very, very, very <laughs> honest.
0: Yeah, the big stuff. So it's funny you mentioned actually glute activation. So someone actually um put that in the, the Instagram. So what would you say about glute glute activation exercises?
1: Um I think it's person dependent, to be quite honest. And a lot of the time I I imagine it's maybe a placebo for some people. Like I think some people maybe have it in their head if they don't warm up their glutes and stuff really, really well before the exercise, they might not squat as well. And you know, I think there is absolute rationale for that. Like the way I perceive it is would would it do you any harm doing it? No getting your glutes fired up, getting everything kind of moving in that area, is it going to do you any harm? Is there potential benefits to it? Probably. Like, um, what's your take on it?
0: Yeah, pretty similar to you. Um, like if I'm doing, uh, for example, if I'm going into the gym to do a lower body session, then I'll do a little bit, maybe some lateral banded walks, um, a few gl- glute bridges, single leg, uh, a little bit of mobility. And I think it, it does help more so, I feel like if I'm doing deadlifts and I do some glute activation first, I do feel like I feel it more in glutes. And whether that's just me thinking that or not, it tends to be that I feel it less or be able to push through my legs more and my glutes more and use that rather than like pulling with my upper back um, and yeah. with my lower back. And I feel like I can feel it more in glutes and in the places that it should be rather than like just feeling really sore in in my lower back um so yeah very similar to you it's person dependent i feel like if you if you do feel a benefit of it and if you do um like see see a difference when you do it then 100 percent go for it but yeah in general it's not necessarily you don't need to do it before a, a lower body session
1: yeah no definitely not and also i would probably say is consider how heavy the band is if that makes sense how resistant it is because if you can't actually drive your knees into the band and get the kind of desired uh, limb position it's not really going to do what you want it to because you see a lot of people with really really heavy bands but they can't even drive their knees into it and you're essentially doing like a narrow squat and it's not really going to work the way you want it to so just be conscious of that maybe have several bands so a a mixture of kind of hip circles uh, and maybe kind of light kind of. nylon you know the kind of rubbery uh, resistance bands the cheaper ones (laughs) yeah the cheaper ones yeah
0: amazon um but yeah with so with the the booty band workouts um what would so what would you recommend as like the hierarchy i know you mentioned that so what would you what would you say to someone so i think exercise selection
1: is probably top for me so in terms of what actually hits the glutes the best. So you're probably talking a barbell hip thrust. Like, do you know what I mean? Right. And there's loads of various different ways that you can, you can do it. You can obviously do like B stance. You can do whatever. So you can play about with that. And obviously over time, progressive. So I think actually overload and actually exercise selection are probably interchangeable, depending like, because for the, even for me, for example, I, I'm I'm quite big. I'm not a lot of bodybuilder, that, but, but I don't, necessarily lift a, a chuck about tons and tons of weight anymore let's see for me i think i react well to quite lightweight obviously kind of progressing over time but anyway exercise selection progressive overload um buy some kind of single leg work as well definitely it's kind of split really kind of driving through the heel and then you can start adding in bands in different ways to like um change the resistance profile of the exercise slightly um, but I don't think you should just jump straight in, heavy hip thrust bands, you can't even drive the knees into it, um, what would you say, would you agree?
0: Yeah, 100%, um, that was, that's definitely what I would sort of say as well, definitely exercise selection, so being able to, obviously if, if um, glutes are a focus, then um, going through that, that movement pattern, so obviously hip thrusts is going to be uh, probably number one. Also being able to include other exercises, so deadlift, Romanian deadlifts, sumo deadlifts, squats, yep. variations of that, um, Bulgarian split squats, things like that, they're all gonna help as well. But um obviously you can't do everything at once. So um yeah. just making sure that it's split up throughout the week rather than um rather than trying to get it all done in one session and do like ten exercises because sometimes I think a lot of the time more more is uh, less is more. I would say, um, so that's number one. Now that's booty band workouts. What would you say about CrossFit?
1: I was on the fence with this. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I do you know I could we could go perfectly rated, um, I, but I'm I'm actually going to sway. I'm going to sway for slightly underrated. Okay, um, tell us why. Don't get me wrong. I have I've done my. <laughs> Uh, my fair share of bashing CrossFit, just in jest. though, <laughs> I think it's—I I do think it's amazing, and I think for certain populations, it's like it's fantastic. But also, I think oh, for a lot of, for example, forty-five-year-old mother of two, perhaps has maybe got a wee touch arthritis, kind of jumps in, and it's very high repetition. It's very whatever. Um. I don't think it's maybe ideal for them, but as a general sport, is it a sport? Do we call it a sport?
0: Yeah, I think it is a sport now.
1: It is a sport. Um, I think it's done the world a good for a lot of people, and I do think it gets bashed um, by people at like me probably on Instagram, just taking taking the piss out of it a little bit. But it's great because it's got people moving. It's got. Um, it's basically created this massive, I suppose, a money-making machine. But uh, do you know what I mean? It's. I think little bit underrated and um, because see the guys up at the top and the girls up at the top oh yeah insane yeah. absolutely mental but also at the same time i and you probably get this with some kind of higher end bodybuilders or whatever i find it's very creaky so like when the kind of crossfitters come in the gym see if you're not doing like snatches and stuff and they're a bit like yeah yeah look at this guy on the leg press <laughs>
0: yeah, wearing, you're not wearing Reebok trainers, what are you do? <laughs> know.
1: Know. Your socks only go to your ankles, why you the all time?
0: <laughs> yeah, I I totally agree with that. I'm I was thinking about that, and I almost wished I hadn't put it in because I don't know whether it's overrated or underrated. I would say it's it's probably about right. And what I like about CrossFit is the is is just um the community aspect so you've got loads of people in there Probably. as well as um looking to train very very hard like it's not just like going into the gym doing a few squats at like 50% it's like you're going and you're training hard and then you're getting it done and just going and it is very like old school like that it's quite almost like hardcore like that because i remember um yeah it was when i was in glasgow playing for for ghk and we went to a CrossFit gym that um, that was there because it was bad weather or something like that. And the first time we went, we did a, a test. And I, I can't remember what it was called. We had to do 100 reps of 10 exercises. So it was 1,000 reps. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was absolutely, it was brutal. And that was just like the test. So we, we were thinking it was going to be like that every week. Thankfully, it wasn't that bad every week. But it was like, that was just like, welcome. This is how we do it here. Like it, you're going to work hard when you're here. Yeah, yeah and that's good. And it it's a really good, um, because you get in and there's no like, obviously you get a good warm-up and stuff, but then you're in and you're working as hard as you can. And there's not really like, you're not going to be resting, you're not going to be sitting on your phone. It's just like in, out. Do you know, actually
1: on that, um, you mentioned the kind of good warm-up and stuff, see in terms of improving people's education, re-mobility, rehab, all these sorts of things massive because you see like you, you do see all the crossfitters in the gym they've got the mobility ball they've got all these wee extra bits of kit and obviously there is do they work do they not work whatever right but see the amount of care that they take and they prep is oh insane yeah really really good
0: yeah so, so it's looking after the looking after the the machine as well mm-hmm. um, also
1: i used to play for ghk i think you maybe but, joined uh, just after me what so year so that's, that's when was that? I can't even remember. It was before I joined East Coast Ride, so... How old were you? May 24, maybe.
0: Yeah, that must have been just after I left. Maybe just after you left, then. That's funny, though. There you go. Yeah, that, there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, CrossFit, I, I like it. I just think, as you say, it's not great for um, maybe people who haven't done um, basic exercises before, people that maybe aren't used to... Like, even deadlifts and stuff, you you're going into workouts doing maybe a hundred deadlifts. Like that's probably not great for someone who doesn't really know what they're doing. Um, But if you've got a good idea of what you're doing and you want to train as intense as you can, maybe short and sharp and you do like a community environment, then yeah, hundred percent. That is, that is the way forward. Next one. 10 K steps, 10,000 steps a day.
1: Massively underrated. Nice. Tell us why. I am. Uh, I was considering changing my name on Instagram to the Step Guy. Uh, <laughs> literally, all I say to my clients is go out and step. Uh, see, the thing is, as well, right? Ten thousand steps is obviously the the magic number, right? That everyone says you need to go get your ten k. You don't necessarily need to go out and get your ten
0: k. The I think the do point. You, that, sorry, do you know? Do you know why it's ten k? It's about five hundred calories, roughly. Do you know, I um, I I heard it was because there was a Chinese company that w- had invented really? like a watch, and it was to try and get people to want to hit a ten k, ten k steps, maybe. and it was Do like you know, a marketing maybe? thing.
1: Very, very, very. I wouldn't be surprised. Actually, my um, understanding, and obviously this is person dependent, right? So obviously, kind of plus or minus ten percent. But over the day, a ten thousand steps would roughly work out about five hundred calories worth of expenditure, roughly. Right. Um, so over the week you're talking 3500 calories which is about one pound of body fat ah there you go so there you go and um, knowledge bombs but i think <laughs> that the 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 important bit about the 10k steps is it gets people moving because what people will do naturally is they they think okay i need to do formal exercise so right now it's home workouts obviously right but see if you're half arson. and a 30-minute, if you've got the choice, I can either do a home workout or I can go out and get my steps in, my full 10K or whatever. You might only burn, and I know it's not a game to burn calories, right, but in terms of just pure expenditure, um, you might only burn 100 calories from that workout, 150 calories, but if you go and get your steps in, you're going to burn so much more, and over time, that, com- that compounds, you know? So in I've had my best results and the biggest kind of aha moments from my clients when they've went, Steps work, yeah. And then they prioritise that, and then they go out and they do eleven, they do twelve. And don't get me wrong, it's not it's not possible for everyone with work, life, kids, or whatever. But the, the important thing is, if you're doing two thousand steps just now working at home, and then you go out and you start doing five, six, seven, eight. It's gonna, it's only going to yield a good result. Are you kind of the same thought process?
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people think like oh i'm only doing two thousand steps a day i'm never going to get to 10 like that's not the point the point is to try and increase and if you can like i always say um if you parked like for example in oven there's a tesco and i say rather than parking at, at tesco right at the door park the other side of the car park so that might be let's just say that's a thousand steps a thousand steps in and then when you get get out, that's going to be a 1,000 steps back. That's 2,000 steps extra. If you do that, um, let's say five times a week, they they shop daily, um, that's going to be an extra 10,000 steps for that week. If you do that a month, that's 40,000 steps extra. Like three months, 120,000. And it's mental just how much that yeah. adds up. And it's just, it is just the compounding effect. And then um, rather than having to eat less calories, you could be like, right, I'm going to get more steps. I'm going to get 2,000 steps extra each day this week and um, in order to essentially like rather than eat less I'll, I'll just try and increase the amount of moving. and it's not like you're having to go to the gym and do an extra cardio session or you're having to go and do a training session it's literally just maybe get up in the morning half an hour earlier get out for a walk and there's so many other benefits as well like mindset wise it clears your head you can think about different things it's, it's yeah massively underrated
1: direct sunlight exposure as well it's It's huge, and see when people, because sometimes I've had to be quite tough on my clients, and obviously I seem quite nice, but I'm very, very blunt. (laughs) (laughs) But when you actually sit down and look at someone's full day, see the amount of time that you just mess about, you don't actually, you're you're not doing anything, you do have time to go out and get steps in, or to go out and move. Um, And it's also, it's very, it's a low-hanging fruit. Do you know what I mean? It's easy. It doesn't take a lot of actual thinking about it. Also, it lets you leverage your time a little bit better with maybe an book or a podcast. You're getting yep. two things. You're learning and you're moving. So massively underrated. Massively, you
0: you- yeah. Definitely agreed on that one. Um, yes, it's massive. And even... It's probably the easiest thing you can do to speed up your progress. Like if you've got a fat loss goal, it's definitely the easiest thing you can do. And a lot of people um, are so focused on like, oh, maybe I should be drinking this. Maybe I should not eat this. Maybe I should – like literally if you move a little bit more each day, it won't you won't see a difference after doing it a week. But if you can do that consistently over time, then it will make a massive difference. Yeah, 100%. Next one, keto slash paleo. Paleo, <laughs> paleo, <laughs> paleo. I'm paleo. going paleo. I like it. Paleo. Okay, we'll call it. We'll call it paleo. paleo.
1: Uh, massively overrated.
0: In fact, I'll just I'll just put that in. So keto, paleo, and like any sort of diet, similar, more like a a fad diet. We'll call it.
1: Fad diets. Okay. um Overrated. No. See the thing is, as well, like it's going to work for some people. Uh, because they all do the same thing. It's obviously why they, they all just put, if you're looking to lose weight, it's just one way of putting you into a, a kind of net energy deficit, right? But the, what I would ask yourself is do you see yourself eating that way forever? And see if it's yes. Crack on. Like, ab- absolutely fine. Like, see if you want to give up carbs forever. Sound. Like, if you want to eat, like, a kind of carnivore diet or whatever, sound. Do do what you want. Do what makes you happy, right? But I like carbs. I like pizza. I like all these nice things. And I think I'm a big believer in flexible dieting. Like teach people how to actually manipulate their food to hit their goals, so that they can remove the guilt from it and remove the the that's a good food, that's a bad food. Because um, no food's good or bad. It's all. It's yeah. just it's just energy do you know what I mean
0: what do you think yeah definitely like yeah that really annoys me good foods bad foods like I would say I think uh, I think I actually copied it from James Smith but I'll claim it as mine and it's like there's no such (laughs) thing as a a bad food just a bad diet and it's it's so true like uh, when you start to understand that you understand that yeah I can have that bar of chocolate I can have that packet of crisps and it's not necessarily going to cause me um, massive like it's not going to mean that I don't make progress as long as you don't let that then let you impact and think oh I feel guilty about it feel like you've done something wrong and then you're like oh I fucked it I'll, I'll just continue eating like shit for the rest of the weekend and then get back to it on Monday like that's what's holding you back and not the actual food so any sort of fad diets yeah like I think a big thing people forget is that any diet's goal is to to put you into calorie deficit like that's the that's the goal of any diet, and um, for like some people, it might not be not eating carbs, which might help them get into a calorie deficit. But it's not the reason that they're not. It's it's not because they're not eating carbs. Same same goes with any diet. And you could eat you could eat in a calorie deficit of McDonald's, and you could still lose weight. So it's just finding something that you're able to do for the rest of your life, be able to stick to it. That's that's the key. Um, so yeah. Also,
1: I'll jump in there as well. Like kind of talking about like long term or whatever and stuff if you are constantly i'm going to say relapse but that's not the word i want to use but kind of on your diet or whatever and you're always kind of fucking it right you need to address why that's happening like why are you eating emotionally is it stress is it and maybe you need to address other factors in your life that will then help the diet side and sometimes it's a tough conversation with either yourself or somebody else, but it, the first step is actually realizing what's going on. Um, and ultimately once you do that, you'll be signed.
0: Yeah. I think that's the same with any, any habit. Like the first step is to just become aware of it and like, yeah, be, be aware of what you're doing and um, like emotional eating, um, like over, over consuming calories at the weekend, whatever it is, just being aware of it. Yep. Yeah. That's the first step um Motivation, opinion. What is yours? Massively overrated. Okay, cool.
1: We're agreed. Mo- <laughs> yeah, yeah. But honestly, vote mate. Um, the thing with motivation, and I say this to all oh my, God, I actually see this daily. right Motivation is fleeting. It's going to come and go. It's if you rely on motivation to change your body, to change your mindset, to change your belief system, to change your habits, you are going to fail right, because I'm not motivated half the time. And I say this to my guys as well. um, So I run live classes for them at six o'clock at night and for total transparency, because we've got a really good relationship. I was like, guys, do you think I want to train at six o'clock at night? No, I do not want to train at six o'clock at night, even if it is for all you guys. I don't, I hate training at night, right? I am not motivated to do that. I am disciplined to do it though. And I'll go and I'll put my shift in and see as soon as I do it, I feel much better. And I feel great for it. But motivation-wise, could see it far enough. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think that's like a lot of that. I think like rugby is really good for sort of discipline because you've got to be there, like whatever, training. So Tuesday, Thursday, probably, gaming a Saturday. Yeah. And you've got to be very disciplined with it. And the thing I always say to my clients is like it's um, – motivation is like an emotion. And if you want to be happy, you, you do things to make you happy. If you want to feel motivated, you've got to do things to help you feel motivated. And it's like that whole triangle of like action um, leads to progress, leads to motivation, and then it keeps going round. Whereas if you don't take any action, you're only going to feel worse, feel less motivated, and feel less like you want to do things. And so just, yeah, being okay with that. And um, the other thing is like, the people generally who get the best results are the people who do the, do things when they don't really want to. Uh, like when they can't be bothered getting out for the steps, they'll still go and do them when they can't be bothered getting their training session done, they'll still go and do them. And it's like that ability to do things you don't want to do will massively help you, not just in your body, but in in sort of any area of life because you'll start to start to do things that you don't want to do, be okay with that. And um, yeah, then, you're not relying on motivation all the time to to do those things.
1: I totally agree, mate. Absolutely. And um, the thing is, as well, as coaches, we don't want perfection from our clients because we're not perfect. Like, absolutely not. We just need them to be consistent. And, um, and I got this from Atomic Habits by James Clear. Never miss twice, right? Because there is going to become points where you can't be bothered doing it. So see if you do have a bad day. Sound, but tomorrow can't be a bad day. You need to be back on it, even if you don't want to do it. And those efforts over time will compound, and you'll yield the result that you want to. But you need to be real with it, real with yourself. People believe their own bullshit, and this is obviously where accountability and stuff comes into it as well. So yeah,
0: and that's that's always going to benefit. But yeah, don't rely on, do not rely on motivation. Just be disciplined to do the things, even when you don't want to do them. One hundred percent. Um, I've got three exercises here, or three, three different kind of exercises. So you just, you just go through and literally overrated or underrated, okay? Three exercises. Here we go. Bulgarian okay. split squats. Underrated. Burpees. Overrated. Thank God you said that there. And sit-ups. <laughs> um, overrated. Nice. I would, I would agree. Yeah. What about core Good. exercises in general?
1: Um it depends what one, <laughs> to be quite honest. I think if you look at the functions of the core and stuff, there are some exercises that definitely have a place. Um a lot of it is just fluff, is probably how I would describe it. Yeah. Just it gets you <laughs> See the thing is as well, we need to get away from this. If it's see because something's burning or whatever, it doesn't necessarily mean it's doing what you want it to do. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's uh <laughs> getting the desired response just because this is the issue with maybe like in kind a of like booty burn classes and in yeah. whatever um it, you will feel something and then you obviously associate that with it working but is it really yeah you know so like some of the best um results i've had have been going in the gym lifting heavy-ish couple of sets and then Leaving because you've, you've always got to look at kind of recoverability from sessions and stuff as well. So you don't need to be absolutely done in whenever you train. I mean, you can be if you want, but you don't need to be to get the result.
0: Yeah, if you think if you think long term rather than short term, you don't need to be crawling at the gym every time. And that I think that's that's again like where burpees come into it. Like people think just because they're breathing hard, they're sweating, they're tired, that burpees are gonna generally change their body. Whereas it's there's a lot more to it than that. And like. Um, no, to be honest no one exercise will change your body it's going to be very nutrition based as well um, but yeah we definitely agree with with that so um, have you got anything on the rest of the day
1: i got a couple of calls to make um, doing some programs and stuff and then I'm going to be doing one of those live classes that I'm not motivated for <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but it's you can't tell call. anyone because that's a secret you're, you're motivated every single day every minute of the day
1: and I eat clean all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, okay, well, thanks very much for coming on. Do you want to just let them let the listeners know where they can find you?
1: Yeah, you absolutely. So so I am uh, on Instagram at, at Evan Mid uh, And if you can find me in person at functional fitness training uh, one Glenburn Road East Road. ride. It's a good facility. Come see it. when it's open of course after Covid
0: (laughs) yeah after Covid you'll (sighs) you'll get you'll get reported for it podcast I know know. (laughs) Um, cool thanks very much for coming on and we'll uh, catch up shortly awesome mate cheers cheers